I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anan Zaki. Kia ora, Anan. Credit demand has risen for the first time in two years. Yes, Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, that's as uh, consumers sign up for credit cards and personal loans. A quarterly report from financial services firm Equifax shows a 5.3% rise in credit applications for the three months ended June. That's the first rise since the same quarter in 2021 and up just over 15% from a year ago. Demand for credit cards and personal loans were the biggest drivers, while mortgage finance remains subdued. Equifax New Zealand Managing Director Angus Luffman says the rise in demand is not because households are feeling the pressure of rising living costs. In credit card demand, I think we've seen a pretty strong association of that with the return of international travel. Uh, Personal loans certainly jumped up in this quarter. Uh, Probably the strongest connection we can make as other external drivers of that um, would be the clean car rebate scheme uh, coming to an end at at June 30 uh, in terms of the scale of the rebates uh, and so those dropping back and so there was incentive to get involved and obviously there was very high activity in the car market in in that quarter. Generally personal loans um, are attributed to um, supporting larger purchases of items so cars are an example of that as is equipment or home improvements. Uh, So so that that would be the key external drive we'd see from from a demand point of view. Angus Luffman says mortgage demand is stabilising, suggesting there is more activity in the housing market, backing up recent property market reports. The latest survey of traffic movements suggests the economy will post slight growth in the second quarter. ANZ's trachometer shows a slight lift in light traffic over the past three months, while heavy traffic dipped 1%. Light traffic is an indicator of consumer activity and the heavy traffic points to broader economic activity and gross domestic product. ANZ Chief Economist Sharon Zollner says the economy is bumping along slowly, supported by population growth and government spending, but challenged by rising interest rates and falling prices. The fact that traffic has not lifted in line with uh, population growth does suggest that per capita spending is weaker. And you can see that, that weakness in the likes of retail sales that some of those more discretionary items of spending are, are definitely feeling the pain. That said, we do see the housing market as having bottomed out. For example, there's quite a lot of fiscal stimulus this year. So it's a matter of degree whether the economy is flowing as quickly as the Reserve Bank thinks it needs to to get inflation down. Sharon Zollner still expects a shallow recession in the second half of this year. The potential bidder for transport software company E-Road has quashed a speculation it's about to raise its takeover price. An Australian media report yesterday suggested Valaris, the front company for Canadian firm Constellation, was preparing to raise its $1.30 a share offer for E-Road. But Valaris says it has no intention of raising its price, although it reserves the right to do so if the E-Road board has a change of tune and gives it access to the company's books, among other things. The head of Fakatane's paper mill is urging big brands to cut their reliance on cardboard imports. Currently, much of the packaging used here comes from China, Korea, Finland and Chile. But the mill company's chief executive, Ian Halliday, says the likes of DB Breweries, McDonald's and Griffins should buy more locally made boxing. 
we would like them to use more, obviously. By and large, there's still a lot of the end products are actually imported. We are working with them. We, we can work directly or, or indirectly, but generally we prefer to work with, you know, to consult with them directly to uh, get them to encourage uh, the converters to use our product. Um, DB breweries will be the packaging for the beer packs that go into the um, the bottle stores and uh, Griffins would be their biscuits. Uh, McDonald's is for their, typically for their, you know, the fries, the clamshells, the Happy Meals. That's our board, but it's converted by big converters like Opal, um, Westrock, uh, uh, graphic packaging and so on. Ian Halliday sees the Fakatane Mill as the sole folding box producer in Australasia. A $70 million revamp at the mill marks its most significant capital expenditure in 20 years. Mercurial owner of Twitter, Elon Musk, has rebranded the social media platform. Gone is the name and the blue bird logo. Now it's to be called X, with a stylized letter as its new symbol. Musk has an ambition to create a super app that could serve as a platform for everything users could do online, much as WeChat does in China. But user numbers are falling, advertising is falling, and it faces competition from Meta, the Facebook and Instagram owner. Investment commentator Justin Urquhart-Stewart says Elon Musk faces growing risks, not just from his own actions, but also lenders. By mucking around with it and changing it in terms not just its title, its logo, but also what it can do, it'll start upsetting that relationship, and particularly to older audiences. Because as you find the younger audiences, well, that, they're not that interested in Twitter anyway. It's people of a certain age whose hair is going, going grey and some of it falling out. That's a personal problem. Uh, finding, actually, that uh, they're more attached to Twitter um, and that their children, frankly, really don't care too much. I think the problem for Mr Musk is... He spent an awful lot of money, borrowed an awful lot of money, and didn't really necessarily actually want to end up with this business in the first place. So he's got to be very careful now. What was seen to be a man who could actually do nothing wrong is now seen as someone who's actually been looking at really rather sort of uh, amateur in many ways. How he played fast and loose with the stock market last year really made him grow up and realise that he can't just play with assets um, that are actually owned by other shareholders and you will get the pain for it. And the biggest pain for him, I suspect, is something that cost him $44 billion. That's investment commentator Justin Urquhart-Stewart. Well, time now to check in on the markets, and we're joined by Simon Bradley of Jardin Securities. Good afternoon, Simon. Kia ora, Anand. Good afternoon. Uh, look, how's the local share market looking? Of course, a big week uh, for overseas markets with the Fed decision. Yeah, that's right. It is, and we also get some inflation data out of the US on Wednesday, which will be very keenly watched. The NZX50 is currently down 50 points, or 0.4%, at 11,969. Um, Vulcan Steel is the best performer on the NZX50 today. That's up $0.09 cents or 1.1% at $8.16. Kiwi Property is up $0.01 cent or 1.1% at $0.95. Cents. And Channel Infrastructure is up $0.01 cent or plus 0.6% at $1.63. At the other end of the ledger, um, Market Lagarde today, Vista Group is down $0.03 cents or 1.6% at $1.80. NZX is down two cents or one point six percent at dollar twenty one, and Avita is down two cents or one point six percent at one fifty six. How's it looking in Australia? 
Yeah, slightly better there at the moment, Anand. Um, the ASX 200 has been open about 20 minutes. It's trading up 18 points or 0.3% at 7324. The market's kind of boosted by energy stocks um, today as oil prices trade to near three-month highs. Um, domain Holdings is up 5% in early trade, whereas at the other end of the ledger, Core Lithium um, is pretty heavy today. That's down 13% at this stage. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. Yeah, the Kiwi's trading lower this morning. This is our major trading partners. Kiwi currently buying 61.89 US cents, 91.99 Australian cents, 86, uh, sorry, 87.65 Japanese yen, and 4.45 Chinese yuan. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. Yeah, the New Zealand 10-year Treasury is trading at 4.635%, the 90-day bank bill at 5.7%, Brent crude oil is trading at 82 81 US dollars a barrel, and gold is currently trading at 1,954 US dollars an ounce. Thank you, Simon. That's Simon Bradley of Jardin Securities with our market update. Just enough time to tell you that the future of carpet maker Bremwert's Napier plant still hangs in the balance. The factory was seriously damaged by Cyclone Gabrielle, and an assessment of inspections is now underway. In a statement this morning, the company says it still does not have what it calls a definitive view around the future of the plant. Staff have been paid since the cyclone, but Bremwood's now offering voluntary redundancy or possible relocation to its Whanganui plant, along with financial and emotional support. The company has revamped operations and is processing and dyeing fibre at Whanganui and shipping wool overseas for processing before being brought back for making into carpets. In mid-June, it said it had received $35.5 million in insurance payouts, but its claims, but its, but its claims are expected to take months to complete. We'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint, but for now, Charlotte, that is business. Kia ora. Thank you very much, Anand.